There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. Hope you're doing well. It's Tuesday, January 17th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be breaking down a few interesting stories. First up, we've got price cuts at Tesla. Big price cuts. Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We're also going to break down a potential touchscreen MacBook and what that means. And to finish off, we've got the lowdown on TikTok's new plan to avoid getting banned in the U.S. But first, let's take a look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get recollecting. All right, first things first, a group of artists filed a lawsuit against generative AI art platforms, Stability AI, Midjourney, and DeviantArt, arguing they trained their programs on millions of artists' work worth billions of dollars without their consent. Now, the lawsuit, which was filed by lawyer and typographer Matthew Butterick, has been criticized for containing some technical inaccuracies, but in the big picture, the issue of copyright law and AI systems trained on people's work is a long way from being sorted out. The creators of these tools tend to claim, by the way, that the works are covered under fair use doctrine in the U.S., and we'll see how this plays out. Okay, moving along, some news out of Canada. ClearCo, a Canadian startup last valued at around $2 billion that funds e-commerce businesses in exchange for future revenues, saw its CEO resign and could cut 30% of its staff for 50 people following a 500-person layoff last July. Along those lines, on average, by the way, around 1.6 thousand tech workers have been laid off every day of 2023, totaling around 25,000 workers across 91 companies so far in the U.S. Okay, and what's next? I guess this. Another year, another Taylor Swift record, pun intended. Some vinyl data from 2022 is out, and last year, Swift sold 1.7 million vinyl albums, or around 4% of the 43.5 million vinyl albums sold in the U.S. in 2022. By the way, Harry Styles and The Beatles, who were the next two top sellers, did not surpass Swift combined. So Taylor Swift, she's got quite the platform. Okay, and moving along, before you know it, tax season's going to be around the corner. And unfortunately for the IRS, that might be a problem because as of December 31st, 2021, the organization had 4.7 million unprocessed individual returns to work through and 3.2 million business returns to work through. Now it's down to 400,000 individual returns and 1 million business returns. So they've got a lot of work to do (laughs) before April rolls around. In other news, Sazerac Company, the liquor maker behind the malt-based spicy hot tamales-esque fireball cinnamon, 
is apparently the 15th largest beer vendor by convenience store sales, bringing in more than $70 million in 2022. Also, a new report from global poverty charity Oxfam found the world's wealthiest 1% accumulated 63% of the $42 trillion in new wealth created in the last two years, with 99% of the population amassing just $16 trillion of that wealth. And here's an interesting fact for you to close out. Payment companies like Visa and MasterCard pay lots of money for signature sounds that they play when a purchase is made at a payment terminal. Interestingly, though, according to the Wall Street Journal, the majority of the time, these sounds are turned off. MasterCard, for instance, says its 1.3 second chime is played at 300 million touch points out of billions in use. So I guess not as many people as they might hope are hearing these chimes. Okay, now let's talk about Tesla's price cuts. So last week, Tesla slashed prices on its lineup by as much as 20%, depending on the vehicle. And on top of that, the changes mean some buyers will now also qualify for an additional $7,500 federal EV tax credit through March. So depending on the model and tax qualifications you have, you can get a Tesla right now at an enormous discount compared to what you could have purchased one for like last week. Now, a Tesla spokesperson attributed the drop to a partial normalization of cost inflation. So prices apparently come down for them. But this also comes as Tesla faces an increasingly competitive market, a challenging demand environment, and a 65% stock dip in 2022. Not everyone was happy about the cuts, by the way. Some Tesla customers felt duped after buying one without knowing that a humongous discount would go live soon after. Now, how long Tesla's discounts will last, however, remains to be seen. And while this is exciting news for potential customers, Tesla investors are going to be looking at this very closely. Bloomberg calculated that assuming 1.8 million vehicle sales at Tesla in 2023, lost revenue for the year with these discounts would exceed $11 billion. So analysts would probably be surprised to see if Tesla maintains these discounts throughout the entire year. Big picture, though, electric vehicles surpassed 10% of all vehicles sold globally in 2022. So you can expect Tesla to work hard to maintain market share as the world shifts to electric and as competition heats up by doing things like discounting its cars. All right, up next, let's discuss this touchscreen MacBook news. So we've got this new report from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman in which he says he's told the company's working on rolling out a touchscreen MacBook Pro for 2025. Now, that's a big deal for a few reasons. One being that Steve Jobs long maintained that it's a bad idea to have a touchscreen laptop. The company's leadership and product line reflected and supported that. And they've poked fun at other tech companies who've blended the two. They've said that such a product is ergonomically terrible. They've tried to please some Mac users with the touch bar, but that went poorly and now they're getting rid of it. But times are changing. The company wants to focus even deeper on making software unified across its devices. It's also been years and years now that folks like Microsoft, Google, Asus, Acer, HP, and Dell have offered flagship Mac competitors with touchscreens. Their users have not just become big fans of the tech, but they've become truly accustomed to it. And if Apple wants to maintain market share and grow market share, especially with younger generations who are born into a touch-first world, a brand new non-touchscreen MacBook almost feels antiquated at this point in a weird way. 
So we'll see if this product rolls out in 2025, like he's reporting, and what the reception from MacBook fans is to it. All right, and the last story of the day, TikTok's new plan to avoid getting banned in the U.S. is here. So the TikTok algorithm, like we've discussed many times on this show, is so good that it can basically read your mind. It figures out your preferences, be they 90s nostalgia, astrology, skincare, and recommends video after video to keep its more than a billion users engaged and transfixed. Now, though, in order to maintain ownership of its U.S. operations, TikTok will reportedly consider allowing third-party monitors to review its vaunted algorithm, according to the Wall Street Journal. So the U.S. is skeptical of TikTok for two main reasons. The first is surveillance. China, which can request data from TikTok parent ByteDance and any Chinese company for that matter, could theoretically use the app to spy on American users who share their personal data with TikTok. The second reason is the algorithm itself behind TikTok. Officials believe it could be tweaked to potentially manipulate users. U.S. Representative Mike Gallagher told the Wall Street Journal he fears Chinese officials could hide videos critical of the country's regime or highlight propaganda. About 33% of TikTok users, by the way, get news from the app. So it's a really important source of information for many people. Also in 2020, U.S. TikTok executives discovered employees in China had rejiggered the algorithm to downplay certain videos about the U.S. election. So there's good reason for some of these fears. Now, to smooth over these concerns, TikTok has started to send all data from U.S. users to business partner Oracle. The potential next step is letting Oracle and other third parties review TikTok's algorithmic code. Now, how would this work? Well, the monitors would check for any manipulations to the algorithm and concerns would be brought up to TikTok leadership and potentially the United States government. Skepticism of TikTok already runs deep among U.S. politicians. Many federal, state, and local government organizations have already banned the app on their networks and devices, and the Chinese government would likely need to approve any deal regarding the algorithm. And bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Tuesday. We're glad to be back and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.